If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot this is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now... One more thing. Okay. So, I'm going to read something to you from CNN Politics. President Joe Biden signed into law Tuesday landmark new federal protections for same-sex and interracial couples, capping both a personal and national evolution on an issue that's enjoyed growing acceptance over the past decade. Sounds great. But I realized something. Once we got to talking about interracial marriage, the comments sections started to look uh, unexpected to me. Um, There are a lot of people that don't love this. And they're not the people you might think. Um, Of course, I think that the people that I was paying particular attention to, they're in favor of it, provided it's not around them and it's not a specific coupling. So today we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that group of people. We're going to talk about perhaps why this is such a sensitive issue. And I want to ask three questions that I need help with. And I'd love for you to reach out to me with your thoughts because I'm trying to learn myself. I don't understand everything and I'm always trying to learn. So who are we talking about? Well, we are talking about often enough black women. 
And I recognize that the world in which we live has espoused European beauty standards for hundreds of years over the beauty standards one might find in a place like Africa, in our native land. And that's been challenging for black women to compete with because in a lot of ways we are made different. Our hair is curly. My hair certainly is. And far be it for me to straighten it, you know, permanently. And for those that might want to straighten it, there's a whole process to that. And if you do it too often, it damages your hair. That's just step one. We could talk about noses, lips, figures. We can talk about lightening uh, creams and, and all these things that black women have experimented with over centuries to try to reach that beauty standard, to be accepted not just in in a romantic capacity, but in a general societal capacity. I recognize that. I want to make sure that that's stated. I also want to make sure that it's stated that this isn't exclusively a black woman's issue, but what turned me on to it was seeing the black women and their comments um, when this was announced and all the media outlets ran the story. Um, so I started doing more research and found out that in America, 87% of people surveyed approve of interracial marriage. No problem. Until it comes to their immediate family. Because when the question is, would you approve of an inter interracial marriage by your sister, you know, uh, child, etc., that number goes from 87% down to 54%. And it goes even lower for white people. So I recognize that black women are not the only ones who take issue here. But there's a specific coupling. I think you know which coupling I'm referring to. That is, in my estimation, based off what I know, particularly troubling to black women. Um, that coupling is a black man with a white woman. I recognize that black women, if I'm painting with broad strokes, would rather see black men with black women. I recognize that black women are the least married type of human being in the world. Uh, either, either they're, they're the least married type of woman, definitely, but black women and Asian men, um, in this country, I know that they go back and forth one or two, first or second place. So I recognize that being unmarried is not the state <laughs> that many women want to remain in perpetually. And so recognizing these things is very important so that I can kind of help ask the questions in a way that 
I think we'll land a little bit better. Now, there are some people who are very much champions of black women. And I enjoy listening to these people. I think they're profound speakers. One who comes to mind is Dr. Umar Johnson. And, you know, I have sisters who are black women. Um, and everyone else in my family who's older is either married or gone. Um, but I will say that I love my sisters with my whole heart. They lighten me up in ways I couldn't even begin to share with you. I, my family, I have, a, I have the best family. And one of my sisters is now married, but for a long time she wasn't. And my other sister is, is unmarried. And so when I listen to Dr. Umar Johnson, I listen to him and people like him, uh, Elijah Muhammad, um, et cetera. You know, the list goes, goes pretty deep. But um, when I listen to these folks, my sisters give me access to that conversation. And what I do recall Dr. Johnson saying is that marriage is an institution that serves the state um, and that it is an economic institution. It is a forum that ensures birth legitimacy and the transfer of wealth and resources, right? And so when you look at it like that and you look at black wealth, you recognize that this is a tool, instrument, mechanism, forum that could be used to fortify and bolster the black community from that perspective. Makes sense. Um, but this issue goes even deeper than that because it's not just about whether or not marriage is legal. The comments that I saw weren't talking exclusively about marriage. In fact, they were talking about even dating or even less than that. I don't know what to call it hooking up, associating, not sure where the line is there. But if it's a black man and a white woman, it's particularly troubling, it seems. Right? And I'm, again, this is not news to me, but I never found myself asking deep enough questions to really understand it. And I feel like together, as I always say, we can figure this out. Um, there's another uh, trope that exists. Successful black men often run off and marry a white woman, which again, I recognize how that can be problematic. If what we're talking about is exclusively ensuring birth legitimacy and transferring wealth and resources. But there's another question there. If a black man marries a white woman in this case, or really any non-black person, we still reckon those children black children. I have two sons, and where I grew up, most of the population is Hispanic. So most of the dating pool were Mexican people. And my sons 
are half black and half Mexican. But if you looked at, at them or talked to them, they're black kids. And I never questioned that. Never thought twice about it. And so at some point, while I recognize this, I recognize that there's something to be said about what happens to the, the birth legitimacy and, and the legacy and the wealth transfer. The sum total of my resources will go to two black men. Hopefully they'll be old men by the time I pass away. Just the same. So it's like I get it and also I don't. And I'd love to know what I don't get because I wake up every day and I do my best to be better. I do my best to understand more. I love my sons. I wouldn't change a thing about them, but that's my reality where I grew up. But then that brings me to the next point. So at the time when I was in these relationships um, throughout my life, but in particular, um, when I'm talking about my child's mother, my assessment of, you know, the value of that relationship wasn't based on race as much as it was based on, is this a good person? Is this person good to me? Do we have fun together? Do we laugh at the same jokes? Do we have the same values? Are we in sync? Do we argue in a way that is constructive and not destructive? Fundamental, foundational questions that are wildly, vastly more important in my estimation than, is this person black? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mom does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Yes. Okay. Sufficient. Onward. And I know that nobody is saying that, that you should only date someone because they are black or if they are black. Um, but I do recognize that it's a complicated sort of thing. And any two people that find each other, fall in love and make it down the aisle are very lucky. In my opinion, I do not feel see the value in the institution of marriage and have committed to my family that I will never marry. It's only bad. That's all I can see. It feels like a trap that you sign up for. And I don't want to harp on it because I do recognize a lot of people really love being married. And it makes me very happy to see that because I think in my heart of hearts, I'm a romantic. Um, But I'm also a very practical man. And I recognize that there's a lot of risk associated with that. And the way that my feelings are set up, I just as soon stay on this side of that, you know, line. But with that said, my first question, what does race matter if the person that you choose to marry or date is a good person? Or how about this? I'll ask the same question a different way. What does race matter if the person that you're marrying is a bad person? I feel like that's an important question. You know, I've seen it from both sides. I've heard it from both sides, from black women. They see a, a black man walking at a mall or into a movie holding the hand of a white woman. I've heard and seen exactly how those reactions can look. I've also heard from the the man, the black man, in that same scenario, more or less, what it feels like to hold the hand of a woman that you love and walk by another woman that you love in a different way. And have this black woman who you love in a different way be so angry with you for finding happiness. And it just happens to look like this. Right. And I don't want to make light of it, but, you know, I'm trying to articulate that in this scenario, what the, this particular man's feelings might be. And I'll add to that. I've even talked to the, the white woman or the non-black woman in the equation as well how this person might feel. I've had 40 years is not 
a short amount of time. This is a decent amount of time to be living enough experiences to know how to articulate how these people could feel, have felt in stories that I've heard, been a part of myself. And it seems like sort of a stalemate, but certainly a good question, or I should say two questions to ponder, but I'll move on to my next question. Another one I'd like you to ponder. And again, think about it and talk to me. I'm here to learn and I'm here to share my thoughts. Question number two. What if they live somewhere where there are only a few black people? The dating pool for black other black people is very small. Should a person, if they don't find a candidate who is black that happens to work good enough for them, should they be alone to appease everyone else? The answer could be yes. It, it could be. But again, going back, if marriage serves the state and it's an economic institution ensuring birth legitimacy and wealth transfer, who wins, who loses when marriage is off the table entirely? Is, is it just to be separatist? I just don't want to see it because it makes me uncomfortable. I just don't like that because I don't have it. And the I don't have it part brings me to my next question. Why is it that this is an issue with black men dating outside of their race? And we don't see as much when it comes to black women. I know that this is true. I know the statistics. I've covered it on the show. But the whys are so elusive. And I know that there are smarter people out there than me. I know there are people who are, have read more books, who have done more research. But why is it the case that black women tend to shy away from advances from non-black men, white men, Asian men, Hispanic men, etc. You know, maybe there's a person who doesn't have 17 baby mamas, and there's a person who makes six figures, a person who is tall and where exercises and just doesn't have the melanin, might even be culturally competent. I grew up listening to the same music as you, dancing the same, you know. Um, but why is it, just on its face, if this person's race is not the same as mine, it's an automatic no. And I get that some people, that's a hard line. It's just a preference and so forth and so on. But if it's a preference and it's okay to have a preference, when you ask, the man in my earlier example who's walking into the movie theater holding the hand of a white woman and he says there's a preference there why is that the wrong preference now i know i know there are problems i know there are issues that you know 
a fortified black family can address, certainly can help. I know that history tells this story. Strong black families make strong black communities. This I know. Okay. But there's a lot of things that need to go into a strong black family. One of them is marriage. But what I saw were comments of people that just didn't like the idea of dating, didn't like the idea of anything. If you are not married to a black woman and you are a black man, you are failing the black community. So what does that say about gay black men? Where is the line? What are the rules? What is the narrative here? What if this were being said about us? Now, normally in these types of talks, I have a lot more to offer. And I apologize that I have more questions today. But again, this is a conversation. It was always conceived to be a conversation when Chris first thought of this idea um, for us doing this show, this version rather of the show. And so I'd like to lean into that today. I'd love, love to hear your thoughts. This is a conversation that we can have for a long time. This is a place where we can make some progress and, and gain some understanding. This is something that matters. And I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me. I am on all social media at Ramses Ja. And of course, you can use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. I'll be standing by. And until I hear from you, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.